0: And use code Ross. That's code Ross for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope N Y or text Hope N Y four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, and this is one of my favorite shows we do every year. We do it multiple times a year because the lines change, at least we do it multiple times a year now that we're going year-round on the Even Money Podcast. It is NFL team win totals, and it is so much fun to give our over, under, or I'm passing because that number is just right. He is the star of the show, Steve Fezzik, the only two time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. You can check him out on Twitter at Fezzik Sports. He's the one and only Steve Fezzik. I am Ross Tucker, longtime NFL offensive lineman now. Got a bunch of podcasts, fantasy, the college Draft, the Ross Tucker football podcast, and love this one, learning more about the betting that goes on with NFL games and more. I know Steve has a, a special game that you want to get into tonight, Steve, so we'll do that one as well. Of course, there's always a lot of ways that you can support the show or be a part of it. Even if you'd like, you can hit up our PayPal and contribute that way. We've got Amazon banner ads over at RossTucker.com, the new website from the guys over at PromptInternet.com, Christopher in the gang that looks awesome, absolutely awesome. Go to rostucker.com, check out any of our sponsors ever, and if you do so, you will be able to send in any of those sponsor emails you get send forward them to me ross at Rostucker.com with whatever question you have for Steve and we will answer it on the podcast including one that we have today that I'm very much looking forward to talking about with Steve here on the even money podcast. All right Steve let's dive into it AFC win totals now before we get into the actual totals, for the AFC teams. I love this. I love this show. What, what are the most important things to note just in general about placing wagers on team win total, Steve?
1: Well, I think you get some of your biggest edges possible because if you're right, Ross, you're more than likely to win because instead of playing just 60 minutes of action, you get 16 full games. So if you've got an opinion that's correct, you get a longer time frame for it to bear out. And because of that, the pros love a really good season win bet. Their favorite is baseball, where there's 162 games, followed by the NBA, but certainly the NFL. Uh, and the number two factor, I would say, is regression. The Most of the models are based upon like 20 years of data that says if a team w- wins 12 games or four games, especially if it's an outlying performance. If a team has a breakthrough year, look for them to regress. If you have a pretty good team that has a terrible year, look for them to bounce back. So you'll see most of the season win numbers fall between four and a half and 11 and typically. It's very rare that Vegas sets a number lower than four and a half or higher than 11 and half.
0: The other thing I think that I wanted you to talk a little bit about is just I'm just looking at some of the numbers here and the the vig's not the same on, you know, necessarily for all of them when you take the over or the under.
1: Yeah, the problem with the season win betting is that a half game is worth about 50 cents, meaning if I'm going to play a team over eight or over eight and a half, there's going to be a full 50 cent differential between the two. So it would be profitable to play every team like over eight lay a dollar 10 and under eight and a half lay a dollar 10. So, similar to what you see in baseball totals, the odds makers to move the vigorous pretty aggressively. So, you see a lot of teams like minus a dollar 35, minus a dollar 25, which makes for some messy record keeping when you talk about plays. In general, unless a team's right in between, I'm going to give you what the most prevalent number is.
0: Got it. Okay. All right, well, let's dive into it and talk about it. Obviously, we'll say, hey, I'm placing a bet on the over, placing a bet on the under, a unit or two, or if we're going to pass them. And we will start with the Baltimore Ravens. Their number is nine, Steve.
1: Yeah, and the Ravens are a pretty easy team to price because they're pretty consistent. I got to tell you, their secret weapon, Justin Tucker, making – all those long field goals, winning the close games, I am, um, I made Baltimore 9, so I really have nothing on this. I am concerned that Flacco, after that great run in the playoffs on the road, remains a little bit overvalued, and I just don't see the upside on Baltimore becoming an elite team. I'm passing.
0: I'm going to pass as well, but I guess I would describe myself, Steve, as a, as a pretty solid lean under. You know, I think nine is probably where they end up, but I think there's a much better chance that they're eight or less than there is that they're ten or more, if that makes sense. And, And is that reflected in the VIG?
1: It is. The under is minus 130, so Vegas agrees with you.
0: Right. So that, I can see that. All right. How about the Buffalo Bills? They're at six wins, which seems pretty low.
1: Yeah, and um do you, Ross do you want to stick do you want to go division by division or do you want to just go you oh well, we're going to go alphabetical. That's fine. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I'm just
0: looking at uh, it. I was going to go alphabetical cuz that's what I have in front of me. If you want to if you want to take the lead and go a different way, that's fine.
1: No, alphabetical is great. So yeah, Buffalo is um very interesting. They, you know, I kind of like Taylor for their quarterback. I think he's underrated. But brand new coaching staff comes in, new co- new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. Um, I think it's going to take some time. They're in rebuilding mode, and with all the distractions, you know they they, they fired their entire scouting team right after the draft. I think that um, for a team that doesn't absolutely have to win this year. I think um, the the Bills haven't been to the playoffs in forever, Ross, and I don't see them coming close to contending. That's a really low number, though, so I'm going to pass.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the over, I, I, and I'm just debating whether or not it's one unit or two units. I'm a fan of Tyrod Taylor, and I have been. I also think that Sean McDermott is going to be a heck of a coach and a better coach than Rex Ryan now there's always some concern with first-time head coaches because I want to ask you about that, Steve. Is that priced into the win total numbers that a first-time head coach is likely to to make a mistake or two that might hurt the team?
1: It is, and usually Vegas doesn't like first-year head coaches because they tend to be too conservative. They tend to listen too much to what the media um reports on them and it's better to bat zero than to bat 500 so you don't see the new head coaches call enough fake punts call enough uh fourth and ones which drives the analytic guys like me crazy because those are the play calls that steal you the games belichick style you need to be aggressive in the nfl
0: i'm gonna put one unit on the over i feel pretty good about them you know, getting to seven or eight wins. I mean, at worst, I think that they push. I'd be surprised if they didn't get to at least six wins. So, I'll put one unit on the over. The next team, Steve, that we're going to get to is the Cincinnati Bengals. Their number is eight and a half after they had a pretty disappointing 2016.
1: Yeah, and the Bengals are my team. I'm from Dayton, Ohio, so right down I 75. I like the Bengals, and you can get over eight and a half plus money. Here's a team that won 12 games the year before. I talked about regression at the start of this show. I can make the case that the Bengals have the deepest offensive team by light years in the NFL right now. You get the best back, arguably the best backup quarterback in A.J. McCarron for Dalton. Um, you are absolutely stock now at wide receiver AJ Green. You bring in John Ross behind him. Running back, you got Mixon now behind Hill and Bernard. Who knows if he's going to be behind them by opening day? They're just chock full of weapons, um, stable coaching staff. I think the Bengals jump Baltimore this year. I like them over.
0: Wow yeah I, I don't know, man. It seems like they're trending the wrong way and 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 while I do think that they could come back a little bit, I don't know that I have confidence that they'll get to to nine or ten wins. I've got major concerns about their offensive line i'm gonna i'm gonna put one unit on the under uh, i'm gonna put one unit i'm gonna go the other way i'm gonna put a unit on the under i think they they win seven or eight games this year, so I guess we're going uh, head-to-head on that one, Stevie. How about the Cleveland Browns at four and a half? Yeah, you know, I
1: initially really liked the under. I said, Cleveland, every year, Cleveland's a paycheck city. You go there, you smile, you get drafted by the Browns, you say, oh, I'm just so happy, and then you just shake your head and you're like, how long till I can, you know, become a free agent? And... I really had the perception that Cleveland won three games a year and I went back and it turned out they had like an eight year stretch Ross where they won four, five, four, five, four, five, back and forth. So um, initially I was going to bomb under four and a half, but now I'm kind of with all that talent that they just picked up. They certainly should be better. Second year under you Jackson. I could see him winning four or five games. So uh, they don't have a quarterback. So I'm going to still lean under. I'm going to pass.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go under. I think that uh I can absolutely see them getting to three or four wins. I'd be surprised if they got more than that. I don't think they're there yet. I think three or four wins would be would be progress. Uh but I don't think that they get to five. That would be that would surprise me a little bit if they were able to get to five with their quarterback situation. So I'm gonna put another unit on the under there. So I got a unit on the Bills over. And units on the Bengals and Browns under, and so far, Steve, you just have over on on your hometown Bengals. Correct. That's funny. That that kind of leads to our email question today. Denver Broncos eight and a half feels kind of low, Steve.
1: Yeah the the Broncos. We go back to regression, similar to the Bengals. You know, it's interesting if you watched a baseball team go through a sixteen game stretch and they went six and ten. And they're a solid team. You'd be like, no big deal, no reason to panic. You see a football team do that, and you just give up on them. And the Bengals and the Broncos, I think, are both of them fall into that category of perennial winners that just had a really bad year. So I think Simeon was hurt all year long. Um, you know, you know they've got their um, the rookie quarterback backing them up, so they've got two two chances there. To um, they have certainly have depth at quarterback. Really good defense that really was exceptional last year, but just got left out on the field too long. I like a winning organization to have a a bounce back here. I think Denver can win nine games. I'm going to lean over, but um, the division is so tough, I can't do it because of how many tough games they have.
0: I am with you. Uh, I I feel the same way. I I would lean over as well, but I think the Chargers are going to be better. Raiders are good. Chiefs are still good. It's gonna. It's it's tough to get the nine or ten wins in that division. So I'm gonna just lean over, but ultimately pass on the Broncos as well. This is fun, man. I, I feel like I could do the win total numbers almost every week. We gotta do them again maybe at near the end of the preseason. We'll see how much the movement is. I know now with Zo, when is the uh, when there's value? The Texans. How about the Texans, Steve? At eight and a half
1: you know, the Texans every year don't have a quarterback and every year they contend for the division title and O'Brien oftentimes wins it. The defense obviously is going to be monstrous. Good. If Watt can come back close to a hundred percent with that uh, clowny, uh, merciless. And you look at those weapons on offense, looks like a Super Bowl team, Hopkins, Fuller, um, Miller. So if they can get any kind of quarterback play out of Savage, um, they should be a lock to go over eight and a half. My concern is that if they struggle and they put Watson in, he should be rather good in a second or third year, but I hate rookie quarterbacks. Uh, I'm still looking over. I'm going to go over for one unit.
0: I would probably lean over, but I, I do think that Tennessee is going to continue to get better. I think Jacksonville will be better because they almost have to be. I think Indy will be a little bit better. So I would lean over for the Texans, but I'm not, I'm not putting anything on it. I, I think that they're probably around eight, nine wins. We'll see how the quarterback situation unfolds. This I thought was interesting, Steve, and that is that the Colts, their number is nine. So the Colts have a higher win-loss total than the Houston Texans, which I, I thought was a little surprising.
1: Yeah, and I'm keeping all my plays, for the most part, to one unit max, partly because of what you said, Ross. By the end of August, I might come around and, on at least one of these teams, I'm sure it's the case, and flip-flop and play the other side based upon the most current information. But the Colts, I see this as the ultimate free roll. The Colts are really an awful team that have a great quarterback and luck. Given luck performs at a great level, I think nine is a good number, But it's a free roll because Luck has had shoulder problems and injuries. And if he goes down or he gets injured, you're going to win your bet. If he stays healthy the whole year, it's going to be a 50-50 proposition. So I see that as the ultimate free roll to go ahead and play under nine in the tough division. And I'm going to do so one unit.
0: I'm with you. This will be the first one where we agree. I think, like I said earlier, the rest of the division will be better. I don't know that they get to nine wins in that division. I think that's like the high end for them is nine. I think worst-case scenario, I feel like I push. And so I'm going to put a unit on the Colts under nine as well. And we have our, our first best bet. The best bet. Love it. What about Jacksonville, Steve? Same division. We're going through the AFC South gauntlet right now. What about Jacksonville at six? Their over under number is six.
1: The the ultimate paycheck city. They stockpile talent year after year. The wise guys bet them to go over on their season wins year after year. And Blake Bortles does nothing but throw pick sixes, and they disappoint year after year. Now maybe Fournette can get the the running game going, take the pressure off Bortles. But you know what? The numbers say I'm supposed to go over, Ross. I refuse to do it. I've lost too much money betting on Blake Bortles. I pass.
0: I would certainly lean, absolutely lean to the over. Whew, man, I just think I think six or seven wins is probably where they end up. Maybe eight. Although, conversely, I feel like worst case scenario, I feel like they would get to six and push. Uh, this is a tough one for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. I don't feel good enough about it. If it was five or five and a half, I would take the over. It's six. I'm going to lean over for sure, but I'm not, I'm not going to bet on that one. Instead, I'm going to move along and get to the Kansas City Chiefs, whose over-under number is nine. What do you got on the Chiefs?
1: Well, I was all ready to play Kansas City under because I thought it would be a higher number regression. Again, they win 12 games last year. And I just think, you know, the Chiefs are your prototypical above average team that's a non-contender. They never can do anything in the playoffs. They just don't have enough talent, but they're well coached and they win the close games. But nine, nine's a low number for Kansas City. I was hoping to go under 10. So I'm going to go ahead and pass. Tough division.
0: You know, I feel like the same. I feel pretty similar about the Chiefs as I've said about a lot of these teams. I'm going to lean over, but nine really, really feels like the right number to me. I just nine. I I guess I I would I would maybe even lean under. I don't know. I nine to me is exactly where I think that they should be. They were an awfully good team last year. They've been an awfully good team. I I'm going to lean over but past the Chiefs at 9. I just don't have that much faith in that division that they'll definitely get to 10, especially when you look at a team like the Chargers that they're Their over-under is 7.5, and And I'm going to bet right now, Steve, that you are hammering the under because of the move and everything associated with that.
1: You know, interesting. I already did hammer the under, and – I saw what happened to the Rams with all the travel last year, wasted season, lost season. I think, obviously, San Diego's a lot closer to L.A. than St. Louis is, and you're used to the Southern California distractions, but it presents a problem where, if I'm living in San Diego, you know what, I like my house, maybe I keep my house, maybe I get an apartment up in L.A., I commute part of the time, come home um, one or two days a week. I think it could really cause a problem with that transition in the first year. So I banged the under, but then I did my homework and wow, San Diego's defense was playing better and better at the end of the year, all kinds of injury problems and lost um, a lot of their weapons. This team on paper should win the division. They're that good with those distractions. Who knows Ross? It is a wild card. There is, no team that has more variance in the NFL this year. They could win the division. They could win five games with all the distractions. I'm going to pass.
0: I'm going to pass as well. I think I would probably lean over. Um, I think there's a better chance they get to eight than they're at seven. But I am not going to. Uh, I'm not going to bet on that one. That one feels about right to me. What about the Dolphins at seven and a half, coming off a of playoff season?
1: Yeah, now I would say Vegas is telling you the answer just by the proposition they're offering. Like you said, Miami, team on the come, Gay is a good coach, and they're coming off a playoff season, and their number is seven and a half. Well, why is it seven and a half? Because Miami had everything break right for them last year. They had a complete cupcake schedule. They They went ahead and beat Buffalo twice by three points, they got the Jets. Now you could argue they get both those teams again, but I don't think they'll be able to go 4-0 against the the those teams again. So they'll go 3-3 and in division, but they don't get to play the AFC, the um, uh, NFC West last year where they got to beat up on not only the Rams and the 49ers, but they got Arizona at the end of the year when Arizona was out of it. And because of that, if you look at their schedule this year, much much more difficult they get the, the nfc south which is loaded this year they get the afc west which is also loaded they're going to lose to new england twice i'll make a bold prediction that um, i can't say they're going to finish last in their division because i hate the entire non-new england afc east but miami's going under seven and a half that will put two units on that
0: wow steve unbelievable i i don't agree I would probably lean towards the over. I think they're the second-best team in their division behind New England. I would lean over, but I don't feel strong enough bad. They're a seven- or eight-win team in my mind, so seven-and-a-half is exactly right. Two units on the under. Man, that was, uh, that was interesting. How about your boys in New England? Twelve-and-a-half, Stevie. Can you do over twelve-and-a-half?
1: Well, they've won seven straight years. They've won 12 or more. But you know what? 12 wins and you lose now. Opened 11 for a brief period of time. That was a fine bet. It has left the building. I would lean under 12 and a half because you could have a great season and still limp on in. But then you look at that schedule in the division and they're going very, I hate to say the very likely. But they've got a great shot to be 6-0 and in division. I'm going to pass.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to pass as well. I, I would lean over, but even if you get to 12 wins, 12-4, and four, you lose. So uh, I, I'm going to lean over, but I'm going to pass the page. 12 and a half is just too steep for me. How about the Jets under five?
1: You know, I want no part of the Jets. I know it's such a low number, I just can't. Can't go under five, but it um, wouldn't surprise me if the Jets only won three. I think it'll be Bowles last year. I don't think he's a good coach. Uh, the quarterback position is a complete and utter disaster. And other than the Houston Texans, no team in the NFL without a quarterback has had any success. I'm going to pass.
0: So I'm going under, and I know five is low. I also know the Jets have a really, really bad football team. And I think that they know they have a bad football team. I think they're going to go to one of the young quarterbacks early. I think it's going to be ugly. And I'm putting a unit on the under. I I think that they win three, maybe four games this year. I I think at worst, they get to five and I push. I can't imagine them getting above that. So I'm going um, under five, one unit. How about the Raiders who are at 10 for their over over under?
1: And, you know, I said I wasn't going to bet any game more than one unit. Well, I'm going two units under on Oakland. God, I love this under. Um, I've got a a team that has not done well for years, and they finally had their breakthrough year, and they win 12 games. Well, their defense gave up 6.1 yards per play, which tied them for last in the NFL. Uh, Carr was just super clutch. They won all those close games. Their division is going to be very tough. They won two close games against San Diego last year. I see them going three and three in division. I see Vegas distractions on the horizon. I see all kinds of reasons why this team is going to go ahead and regress. They only have seven true um, home games because they play in Mexico city. Now you could argue they only have seven true road games because they get a game in LA against San Diego, but, um, their defense just isn't good enough and to justify a 10-win team under two units.
0: Wow. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. I, I would probably lean under, but I don't have that much confidence. I think they're still probably a 10, maybe a 9, 10, 11-win team. I think they're priced exactly right. What about the Steelers at 10.5, Steve?
1: Yeah, Pittsburgh, obviously, tremendous talent. They can't step it up in very big games, and they oftentimes fall asleep against lesser opponents. Think about that game in Miami. I know Big Ben got hurt. It was 90 degrees, and they just absolutely were a no-show, and Ajajé just ran all over them. And they seem to have two or three of those games every year, which makes it hard to get over 10.5, where they certainly, with the offense that this team has, they should win 11. No problem. I can't I can't go over. I can't trust Tomlin to win those games against the lesser punts, I pass.
0: I'm going to go one unit on the under. It just seems like they win nine or ten games every year now. They're, they're just not a team that, that gets to 11 wins, whether it's Roethlisberger gets banged up or they find a way to lose at least two games a year that they shouldn't. I'm going one unit on the under for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Finally, Steve, let's get to the Tennessee Titans. Their number is eight and a half.
1: Yeah, and the buy sign is blinking on the Titans. I do think they're going to win the division this year. I uh, love the fact that Mariota is developing. I'm expecting him to be fully back from his broken leg. Uh, you got DeMarco Murray and Henry, uh, so ground and pound should be very effective. Let's see how they're, um, how Corey Davis from Western Michigan is going to uh, pan out at wide receiver. If he does... With that um, defense improving for Tennessee, they're certainly going to win the division. I'm going to go over the eight and a half one one unit.
0: Yep, I'm with you. I'm going over the eight and a half one one unit as well. I think they're a 9- or 10-win team. Um, I think that they are on the come, as they say. I think it's their time. So I'll go one unit on the Titans as well for another Best Bet. The Best Bet. Speaking of best bets, Steve, you got a, a bet that you're excited about in the WNBA. I know you're a big WNBA guy.
1: Yeah, the uh, you have the perfect storm tonight. Uh, not the Seattle storm, but New York is at Phoenix. Ross, it doesn't come up very often. Convoluted playoff system in the WNBA with double buys. Last year, New York was the number three seed in the playoffs. Phoenix was the number eight seed. And New York lost at home in a one-game playoff in the second round. So it's a huge revenge game for New York. Um, Phoenix Diana Taurasi, you can check this out on YouTube, kind of threw a backhanded punch at a gal. Um, didn't really hit her that hard, but she's suspended for this game. And I don't think that they're going to appeal it. So she's very, very likely to be out. And she is the entire team. Brittany Griner is the monster in the middle there, but she's really overrated. Tina Charles is actually a better player, the big woman for New York. Without Taurasi, there is no way Phoenix should be favored when New York is the better team with the playoff revenge. Take New York plus the points.
0: Well, that'll do it for a second week in a row where we did the Even Money podcast on a Tuesday because of some scheduling concerns. We should be back to our normal Thursday moving forward. Next week, as I mentioned earlier, we will hit the NFC team win total numbers. Absolutely love these discussions and breaking it down with my boy Fez. It's awesome to break down the win totals because now that we kind of know who these teams are, we got the draft, free agency, we know who the rosters are going to be for the most part before we actually see them in action even in the preseason games. Make sure if you're not already... You're following us on Twitter. He's at Fezzix Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker, NFL, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker. And if I don't want to leave out Bri. Bry is at RTF Podcast on Twitter. Love, love, love those of you that spread the word via social media or download us multiple times on multiple devices. iTunes rankings comments always really help as well. It all counts to make sure this thing is year-round forever. Other than that, good luck, everybody, whether it's with the WNBA or whatever. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at rostucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.